Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 28th of May and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1795 and we travel to Baltimore in the United States where a young William Colgate arrived and settled in Harford County, Maryland with his family. His father, a friend of the British Prime Minister, William Pitt, had been warned to escape England when King George III had placed him on a list of the seven most dangerous men in Britain. His radical views were seen as being treasonous at the time of the French Revolution and American independence. William was not even in his teens, but had a blissful time in rural America hunting and fishing in the beautiful countryside near Deer Creek Valley, Darlington. However, soon the family would face a second major upheaval when a rival claimant to the land appeared and they realised that they had been tricked into buying the farm. Scraping enough money together to buy a second farm with the promise of a coal mine, they found that they couldn't make this work And in desperation, the family moved to Baltimore, where his father got a job making soap. Young William followed him and was happy to settle into an apprenticeship when that business failed too. He was now experienced enough to strike out on his own and he found employment in New York in another soap business. Sometime after arriving in New York, Colgate was in the congregation of a Reverend Dr. Mason, then a famous preacher in the Presbyterian Church. His sermons challenged William not to become bitter after the various traumas that had uprooted his family, and the young William began to realise his need to be born again. Western Protestantism had already splintered into different factions and he was anxious not to upset his family. So he wrote to his father, an Arminian Baptist, of his desire to make a public profession of his Christian faith in connection with the Presbyterian Church. He stated the chief points of his religious belief in a letter to his father. He received a kind reply, cordially approving of his intentions. The Reverend William Parkinson, pastor of the First Baptist Church in New York, baptised him in February 1808. And Colgate became a deacon and then three years later had transferred his membership to the church in Oliver Street. Meanwhile, he was proving successful in business, a fast learner, and he was quickly transferred from, transferred from manufacturing to sales. Excelling at this too, he was promoted to be manager and within three years had established his own business. Bringing his brother on board, William Colgate and Company was founded, specialising in soap and candle making. Spurred on by his faith, he 
began tithing, and he remained a tither throughout his long and successful business career. He gave not merely one-tenth of the earnings of Colgate soap products, but progressively more and more, and finally five-tenths of all his income to what he discerned was the mission of God. During the latter days of his life, he revealed the origin of his devotion to the idea of tithing. Remembering when he, how he had left home to find employment in New York City, he had told the captain of the canal boat upon which he was travelling that he planned to make soap in New York City. The man had given him this advice. Someone will soon be the leading soap maker in New York. You can be that person. But you must never lose sight of the fact that the soap you make is being given to you by God. Honour him by sharing what you earn. Begin by tithing all you receive. By 1817, because of his reputation for integrity, quality and excellent customer service, Colgate's had become the leading soap manufacturer in all of America. He annually subscribed money to assist defraying the expenses of the Hamilton Literary and Theological Institution, and his sons James and Samuel were both benefactors, and helped it with their assistance to become Madison University and Theological Seminary. After seven decades of the Colgate's involvement, the school was renamed Colgate University in 1890. He became a treasurer and was on the board of management of the Baptist Missionary Society and his good reputation led him to be invited to become the mayor of New York at a time when corruption was a terrible problem. Although he recognised and was grateful for the honour of receiving the invitation, he thought about it and admitted that he wanted to prioritise his business and his mission commitments and politely declined. The family home became affectionately known as a Baptist hotel and many people passing through a difficult time benefited from their hospitality. A Professor Harvey who was recovering from depression, said, Colgate's cheerful presence and the quickening atmosphere of that home were a perpetual tonic and inspiration. Colgate's brand is now known worldwide and his name has become synonymous with toothpaste. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of G.K. Chesterton, the Prince of Paradox, who T.S. Eliot said was importantly and consistently on the side of the angels. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Thanks to Peter Lupson and his book, In God's Company, for the research for today's pod. 
and have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.